Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. We are back. Notorious R.A.D. It's the first one of the brand new year. Have you missed us? I really hope you have. I know you're going to be sad when I say this, but I'm still Aaron Lewis. I'm still your host. (laughs) And I'm joined today by only one of the other two. We are here. It is just me and Dakota Smith. Riley is, I'm not going to lie, Riley's nowhere to be found. We do miss him, and Riley, if you listen to this episode, just know that we love you a lot, and we want to know where you are. It's like, I, I feel like I'm basically at this point, it's like, Toto, come home. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't, heard, we haven't heard from him forever. Dude, I haven't heard from that man in like a month, but I wanted to make sure we got some content out to you guys. It is important. We've missed a... <laughs> an immense amount of sports stuff and i know you guys have been watching and we've been watching all i mean literally all of this christmas break that i've had all i've been doing is watching sports whether it was bowl games and for college football the nfl the nhl ufc whatever it may be college basketball everything and for you know guys if you don't know it i'm an announcer for sports games i sat and watched high school basketball for two weeks. Dakota, let me tell you, if anyone looks at you and says, hey, you want to do this for high school basketball, a shootout of team, most teams that you don't know and you've never even heard of, tell them no. Like, don't get me wrong, the pay was awesome, and I can't complain about that, but <laughs> high school basketball, when you're playing – Oh, God, dude, I'm was... doing I'm doing it next weekend. I'm not even getting paid. I'm oh volunteering my, my time. I couldn't. I can't. I'm only volunteering my time because it's the high school my brother goes to. I I can't. All right, guys. And it, for, hey hey, I never have to pay to get into a game. <laughs> that that's the key right there. That's yeah, the key. But you also live like four hours away. From yeah. Here, so awesome. yeah, that's all. That's that that part also sucks, but. <laughs> I only had to go down to Kansas City, so wow. it was like That's a 25, 30-minute drive. All right, guys, you know how we do it. We hit the ground running. We had all the bullshit games last week, except except for one. We'll get to the that one at the end, but we definitely had all the bullshit games this week. Most teams weren't even playing for anything. Some teams, a.k.a. the Kansas City Chiefs, were playing for something this week. But some people got what they wanted, some didn't. So we're going to start it off. The Chiefs did play. They were the first game of the week. It was the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Denver Broncos. And I'm going to be honest with you, that was an ugly-ass game. Oh, it was <laughs> It was ugly. Tyreek was hurt. That, that They didn't look great. They did what they needed to do. The defense made a huge play late in the game with the fumble forced by Melvin Ingram and got returned, I think it was 86 yards by Nick Bolton for the touchdown. Yay, Nick Bolton. And that kind of, and that kind of put the game – on ice. I mean, there, there's not really a whole lot to take away from that game. You, you look at the stats, like looking at the numbers, Mahomes really did not have a good game. 27 for 44. Like he was just over 50% in his completion percentage. Had went 270 through the air, but he did score, have two touchdowns. So, I mean, that it that's definitely a good help. Go, one of them going to his number one target, Travis Kelsey. And then 
by an unlikely target of Jarek McKinnon. That was a great touchdown. Too that late. was I got to see that. And one. he had to come in late because Daryl Williams got hurt in that game. Mm-hmm. So that's that could be a talking point going into next week. If the status of Daryl Williams, the status of Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill played. He had three targets. I bet he played five snaps. Yeah, the entire game. And I don't I, think Kansas City was super worried about that game because it was gonna, going to take a lot for them to move around anyway. Yeah. And, I mean, it's also another thing to look at it is this is Kelsey's, what, second week back since being on COVID. And, I mean, yeah, he didn't test positive, but still sitting out for five days, that's tough to come back and just make that huge adjustment back into the game, especially for the fact of, I mean, let's be honest here, the man probably couldn't do shit. Like, they didn't let him go do anything. And, I mean, maybe he got to work out in his – if he had us a gym at home, like which I'm sure he does, which I'm sure he does, but like it's not the same. You don't, you're not getting thrown passes by one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and getting to keep that going. But yeah. I mean, but on the other side of the ball, like Drew Locke, he's still a, he's still a very young quarterback, and he didn't have a horrible game. I mean, he did have he was fifty percent. He had the two rushing touchdowns. That was the big deal for Locke. He had. I mean, he they had the two rushing touchdowns. From what I they was able they, to they see, didn't, they didn't ha- they didn't run a lot of plays. No, but what from what I was able to see, and what I didn't get to watch the game all that much because I was in Lamoni, Iowa, watching some college basketball. But I was watching that said I was watching said college basketball game on my laptop with the Chiefs <laughs> game on my TV. Well, but like from what it looked like, the Denver Broncos came out and were just able to run. Yeah, they the, ran. Right, the, they, they ran, ran that ball. They ran just the ball like, very well. N- there was nothing that really wasn't a whole lot that Kansas City could do, and we've said this from the beginning of the season, like that their run defense is just—it's not there. No. And that it was there for of, one. It was there for one play. Yeah, it was there for that one play. And I mean, like, it, they, granted, that one play was the biggest play of the entire game. Yeah, and I mean. It, if your run defense steps up and they make plays when you need them to, I'm not going to complain. I mean, look at the the interception that Daniel Sorensen had a couple weeks before that to literally win the game like, and yeah. seal it off. So I think looking at it into the future, and we're going to talk about the playoff games here in a little bit, but uh, – On a completely separate on, episode. It will be a completely separate episode that we are going to release two in the next – probably day i would if not tonight but um oh by the way if you're just wondering it is currently tuesday 2:45 in the afternoon central time not that anyone probably really cares or gives two shits but that's where we're at right now um but looking at forward to this next week the chiefs are gonna have to make some adjustments and be ready for a team that's <laughs> Oh. That's bad. Oh. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, Just but, but don't. no, no, no. Like, don't get me wrong. They're bad, but like, we've seen we've seen it all year long. Any given Sunday. Yeah. Like, I'll it, give it, my opinions on that. Yeah. Later. On. A little bit later, but we're gonna move to our next game, which was an absolute. I, I don't think we need to talk about this a whole no, lot. Philly didn't w- play anybody. It was an absolute. Dallas decided they needed to play <laughs> Dak Prescott the entire game, which was yeah, just dumb. I'm just gonna say it. You're a. <laughs> 
Mike McCarthy, you're a dick. Like, there was absolutely no reason whatsoever that Dak Prescott should be in the game the entire time. That was right. so stupid. And the only reason, like, I mean, yeah, they were going to win. They were, I think they were, I think they win that game if Dak just plays, like, they, they need Dak to play a Dude, half. It was literally 30 17 at halftime. Yeah. Like, they could have sat Dak at halftime and called it good. Yeah. Like, Dak Prescott threw. For, 21 for 27 for 295 yeah, and five game. touchdowns. Okay, now let's all preface that with the fact that he was basically running against the Eagles' twos, <laughs> their scout twos, team, twos the entire game. <laughs> this is very true. Dude, Philly, Philly rested there because Philly wasn't going to move. No, they were no. either going to be the six or the seven, and there was nothing they could do about it. Right, and I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. I, I really didn't know this. I did not know that Leighton Van Der Esch still played football. Yes, he does. <laughs> Still plays linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. I don't think there's too much you can glean from that game. No, I mean. And I, there's a lot of these. like Jalen didn't play. Yeah. Devontae didn't play. Like, no, nobody gave a shit about that game. I, don't I think, think – okay, Devontae, uh, Devontae played. Did he play? He played enough to get the Philly rookie receiving yards record. That's right. And then he sat the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Like, And they were playing without their top – Two running backs. Yeah. And, I mean, what's crazy, I, I saw this stat earlier this week. It's kind of interesting to see that Philly went from being the worst rushing team in the NFL to being the best rushing team in the NFL. I mean, like, that has a lot to do with the fact that your quarterback can run. Yeah. and I, yeah. But, I mean, Jalen had a very rough, bumpy start to begin the season. And I think that second half of the season, he just kind of took off, finally got to have a little bit of freedom in the way that the team played. And he's turning into that. Uh, he's turning into that leader that they needed because, yeah. you know, with him coming out of college, this is only his second year in the NFL. They weren't sure what he was going to be like or if he was even going to be able to take the reins. And it's just from what I've seen, I'm, I'm proud of him and where he, as far as he's come. And I, they, from what I've seen, the Eagles are potentially looking at picking up Calvin Ridley in the off season. Yeah. He's, and I think he, he'll, he's, he's done in Atlanta. I think if they were able to pull that off, Jalen Rieger, is it? It's yeah. Rager. It's Rager. Rager. It's Rager. Rager. Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith, and, Calvin Ridley all together. Oh I'll my be goodness. interested to see how be... long they hold on to Rager. Yeah, that poor kid is going to do nothing but get compared to Justin Jefferson his entire career because he was the guy taken right in front of Justin Jefferson. Yep, and I mean that's that's tough, but it's also something that you're. He just also didn't have. get thrown into a great situation. <laughs> no, no, he did not. He kind of got. He definitely just got shit on, and I feel bad for the kid. But yeah. it is what it is. You're in the NFL. You're gonna have to. So we move just kind of. Kind of glean over some of these games. The Browns beat the Bengals 21-16. Burrow didn't play. Yeah. Chase played long enough to get the rookie receiving yards record, and that was it. Yeah. Um, the Vikings beat the Bears 31-17. That game meant nothing. The Giants lost to uh, Washington 22-7. This game, there is a game here that I'm looking well, at. Well, there's that two is, of them in here that, that were important. Very Ravens, important. The Steelers and the Ravens went to overtime. Pittsburgh gutted that one out 16-13 in a very, very – AFC North esque game. Yeah. Yeah. I That's mean, about as A. Baltimore gagged it 
I know you don't. I know they don't have Lamar, but but like, still, there's no th- excuse. Even, even Tyler Huntley is a very capable quarterback and knows what he's doing. And I mean, yeah. that that was just that was a poor game for him. He, yeah. I mean, he came out and absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they lost to the Packers, but they dismantled that Packers defense. And they they were what a two point conversion from beating the Steelers. Yep, they were really close to beating Green Bay. Mm-hmm. They, they were g- a two point yeah, conversion yeah, yeah. away they from beating. They gave up a touchdown late in the fourth quarter to L.A. Mm-hmm. to lose that game. Like, like it's all, it's three games that those three games really like it cost them a playoff spot. It really. They did. were the number one team in the AFC. What for uh, like two three the, weeks? Yeah, they were the, one, the number one team in the AFC. I mean, it also helps that you have literally the best. Tight end in the NFL right now. Oh yeah, Mark Andrews. Andrews, Andrews Mark is, Andrews is by far the best. Andrews tenor. has been spectacular this year. And but that's what Mark Andrews was supposed to be. Oh, absolutely. Like we're finally seeing what Mark Andrews was supposed to be. Um, I'm I'm gonna be. I'm a little curious as to how next week is gonna go for the Steelers. Yes, they are going back into Kansas City, and that's. That's a t- God, I mean, they just got absolutely shit on. We'll by get Kansas to this City later. I really wanted ago, that to be. I really wanted that to be Vegas. I know. I, I think a lot of people wanted, wanted to do it to him again. But, but hey, props to, props to my man Big Ben, dogging out a win in the final game of the season and solidifying the fact their spot in the playoffs. Yeah. So that's, and I mean, I've watched Big Ben since I was a little kid. I was. The Steelers For you, were literally little kid. Like I was. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, like, year was oh four oh five. Yeah, I would. Be, I was thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, like Ben got in the league. Yeah, I've, I remember like, watching it, him in uh, twenty ten when he played in the Super Bowl against. Was it twenty ten or two thousand eight when they played against uh, Arizona? I mean, no one will ever forget that pass he threw to San Antonio Holmes. Holmes. That two, was. It was the two thousand eight season that happened in two thousand nine. Yeah, like. By far, I personally would say greatest pass of all time. Like, how many people are making that pass and completing it? In triple coverage, might I Yeah, I, I know, but... And to basically win the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I get that, but the helmet catch by Tyree will always stand out. But then, Because that was... Then you also have that to, was to beat undefeated, correct? True. That was to beat yeah. undefeated New England. But then the other catch you got to talk about... Is the Jules catch against Atlanta in the Super Bowl when he had to like bobble it and was literally laying on top of another human to catch it? Yeah, like, there's that. You have the Manningham catch the second time they played. Mm-hmm. And you played also you also Bowl. got the Odell catch. What's crazy is three of the top catches of all time are by the are Giants. By the Giants, thrown by the same guy. <laughs> oh yeah, literally all. Eli three Manning of them. was the one who threw <laughs> all three of those passes. Um, I, one of the big ones I mean, was Jacksonville taking down. Let's Indiana. save that one for that's the let's save that one for okay. a second. The Titans clinched the one, twenty eight twenty five. They held off. Houston Houston got down was down twenty one nothing at halftime and made it a game out of it. Tennessee was just too much and you know I, it, now that King Henry himself is activated off the injury report and gets another week to get healthy. I feel sorry for the rest of the AFC because yeah. he's back. I I have. I'll talk about my prediction for the AFC Championship game in the next episode. But I you got to you got to tip your hat to Davis Mills. Nobody knows who this guy is. But there is a guy that I know who knows who this guy is. Davis Mills went 
was coached by um, my buddy's uh, high school, or from by his dad in high school, and he's from Texas, or if I'm right, he went to school in Texas or something along those lines, but knows Davis Mills and got to get to know him pretty well, um, but went to Stanford, and the, the dude balled out. Like, there's no there's no nothing. Dude came in. Davis Mills with the high school in Georgia. I don't know how he knows it, man. Okay. But he knows okay. it. Okay. 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 We're okay. just going to leave okay. it at that. Okay. But nonetheless, he went 22 for 30, or 23 for 33 for 301 yards and three touchdowns. And if anybody knows, there's really not much of a receiving core in Houston. Like, you got Danny Amendola and, and he, Brandon Cooks. Uh, he did the majority of that without Cooks. Cooks didn't play in the second half. Right. I, I, mean, I As a Chiefs like, fan, I watched that entire game. Yeah. Like, Danny Amendola, seven catches for 113 I yards, two touchdowns. I know Danny Amendola was still in the league. Right? I was like, who's Cal? That's Danny Amendola? What? <laughs> 37-year-old Danny Amendola still catching touchdown passes in the NFL. Let's take Not it into, something I thought I'd say in 2022. But. I think it's crazy that I remember when Danny Amendola was drafted to the Rams, and I was – that's when, you know, the Rams were still in St. Louis, and I remember watching him every Sunday and watching the kid just absolutely dog out, and then all of a sudden he was gone and went to New England, won a couple Super Bowls there. but And then you got Rex Burkhead. Rex freaking Burkhead. The guy who is literally, what, the third string running back for the uh, New England Patriots for, like, five years. But, I mean, then you got to also tip your cap to Ryan Tannehill, 23 th- for 32. He played great. 287 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, outside and- of Henry, he had his full complement of receivers for the first time in a while. Julio was healthy and... Semi looked like Julio again. I mean, five catches for fifty-eight and a touchdown. I that's AJ nothing. AJ to... Brown, AJ Brown looked like AJ Brown. He was solid. AJ Brown, since he's come off of his injury, has just looked immaculate. It came that especially in that um, that game they had against San Francisco. Oh my he goodness! He was so good in that game. What was that? One hundred and thirty-eight yards like receiving fi- or something? Yeah, it was just an insane was... game. He had like twelve catches. And, I mean, that was a big game, and I'm glad – I, as an anti-Chiefs fan, as everyone already knows, I am was very glad to see the Titans pull that out, get the one seed, get that bye week. It's going to be fun to see King Henry come back, and as everyone already knows, the entire AFC is going to Tennessee this year until they lose, but hopefully, oh, hopefully they if, well, well, we'll talk about that more. I, have I know, to, I, I know. I, the Saints took down the Falcons 30-20. to 20. Nobody actually gave a shit about that, that, that game. That didn't end up mattering because San Francisco beat L.A. Yeah. Um, uh, one game that did matter, the Seahawks pulled out an eight-point win against uh, Arizona. And that was actually pretty big because if they had won that game, they were going to win the they division. They were going to win the division. But... but since they didn't, and the Rams, like, they they still lost. But... They it were means the Rams losing meant absolutely nothing yeah. other than playoff seating. Yeah. Because that I believe that knocked them from might knock them from the two to the that might I think that knocked them from the two to the four. I think it did as well. Because Tampa is the two, I think. Yeah, and they would have had a tie break against Tampa because they'd mm-hmm. beaten Tampa earlier in the year. So Yep, they should have. Yeah, did. that that loss and that was a big comeback by 
that was, San Francisco. It really was. Debo Samuel so was good. a fan, had a fantastic game. The dude is so fast, and he threw a touchdown. Might I add, <laughs> he he had a rushing touchdown He's, and a passing touchdown on the other night. So, dude was he looked great. Jawan Jennings also great. Brandon Ayuk. He, he is the he – he, he will he, be the X factor for San Francisco against – I'm not going to say it. No, no. No, I no, need, no. I need to stop getting ahead of myself here. I think I think Brandon Ayuk is that sleeper guy that nobody really thinks about and kind of forgot about. I really wanted him when the Packers – when it was his draft class, I wanted the Packers to draft Brandon Ayuk. I had a good feeling that he was going to be a great receiver. And oh, was that the Jordan Love that pick? That was the Jordan Love pick. <laughs> that was the Jordan oh, Love pick. Matthew Stafford had, you know, another Matthew Stafford-esque type game. Oh, to, we didn't touch on that one. The Packers lost to the Lions. That game meant absolutely nothing other than Detroit winning that game, I'm pretty sure. Solidified they lost the first overall pick. They lost overall pick to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Indianapolis to knock the Colts out of the playoffs. You know, I, I didn't see – I saw this going around social media on – like Saturday, uh, the Colts hadn't won a game in Jacksonville since 2014. Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, "Oh God, here it, we go. It, this is gonna happen, isn't it?" And I, I really didn't. I didn't think Jacksonville had it in them, but like they did. They did. They did. We'll get to that in a second. I got. I got to keep going. The Bills solid- took over the number one uh, spot in eight. their division with their win against the Jets and the Patriots falling to the Dolphins, which. I, I'm just gonna say it. Tua, uh, Tua Tagovailoa and Duke Johnson absolutely <laughs> shredded that Duke, defense. Duke Johnson in 2022. Again, Duke Johnson again. One of those things you didn't think I'd be talking about. Duke Johnson with 25 carry. They only threw the ball 22 times. Goodness oh, I know gracious. it was. But Tua, I mean Tua, 109 yards and a touchdown. Duke Johnson, 25 carries, 117 and a touchdown. Jalen Waddle. I mean, did what Jalen Waddle just needed to Catches do. Catches short passes. <laughs> Catch. He. I think he's going to become the new slant god. Yeah. The, like he's going to be a. He's going to be a. He's a slot guy. Yeah. I that's mean, what, that's what he's going to be. He's going to go. Uh, and take over Mike's turn. Mike's nickname of, you know, slant god, and that's completely and totally one hundred percent fine with me. But Mac Jones had a pretty pretty decent game. 20 for Q- 30. Other than his QBR was 12. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 bad. <laughs> Riley, if you're listening, buddy, I just want you to know Mac Jones buns. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But not really. I mean, 20 for 30, 261, a touchdown and an interception. There were two rushing touchdowns. Damian Harris, from what the game – when I was watching the game, Damian Harris looked really good on his rushes. Um, so – yeah, I was I, watching the Rams Cardinals game that whole time. So yeah, no, I I could not care less about the New England game to be completely honest with you. Um, but because I think the only thing that changed for them was if was if Buffalo were to lose and they were to win, they were going to win the AFC East. Yes, but Buff but Buffalo was playing the Jets, so yeah, that, no, that game really didn't did not matter. wasn't close. No, it was not. But still, hats off to the Dolphins, but also RIP the Dolphins. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a second. But 
And hats off to the Bills. We'll jump into that really quick. Zach Wilson literally went 7 for 20 for 87 yards and a touchdown. I don't know how in the hell. Have fun with that one. Have fun with that one, New York. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, also, someone is suing the Jets and the Giants, if you didn't know that. No, I didn't. Yeah, they're suing the Giants and the Jets because they are false advertising the fact that they are a New York team, but they play in New Jersey. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's also the funniest thing that I've ever heard, so I'm here for it. That's extremely dumb. Um, Josh Allen, 24 for 45, 239, two touchdowns. I thought he looked fantastic. I'm not going to lie. He, it's, it's the Jets. Yeah, but it's also Josh Allen. Mitch their, Trubisky. Their, run, their running game has looked really good yes. the last two or three weeks, and that could that's going to be a big deal in the playoffs. I 100% agree. It's, it's setting up to – teaser, it's setting up to be Kansas City-Buffalo again. May yes and no. It we'll see. You know, dude, you can't like like really, really, really. You're gonna be, you're going to pick the Patriots to beat. Oh no, to absolutely. beat the Bills. Absolutely okay, not. then you're gonna pick the Steelers <laughs> to beat the Chiefs. Okay, we'll we'll see which one of those terrible takes we get later. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we could have like two sets of hot takes this week <laughs> for these two episodes. I'm here for it. Uh, I think one of the big things that they're going to have to do for the Bills to set themselves apart from everyone else, they have to, I think this this draft class they got to go find another running back. No, I think they need to go find another receiver. Do Okay. Okay. I can I can roll. But I, I okay. it's hard. I, it's, I I respect Emmanuel Sanders, but he's been hurt a lot. Gabriel Davis got a ton of targets that game. He could be the guy. Cole Beasley's a slot guy, and Cole Beasley will always be a slot guy. I'm going to say this because he played for Green Bay, but I, I watched what he did in Green Bay and how much of a difference he made. Jake Kumaro, he got taken from the Packers and put on the practice squad for Buffalo. And when he played in Green Bay, he was that guy that kind of made the difference and took a, little, a lot of heat off of Devontae and was able to get him open. I think if they were able were going to find somebody that they wanted to like use who was already in the organization, it would be Jake Kumaro. Let him go to work and get into the like system and I think it'll open up Diggs and Beasley and Did you see the Jets only had fifty three yards of total offense? Yeah, they're bad. They're really, really Zach bad. Wilson got sacked nine times. <laughs> nine times to- you know, I well, when you say oh, nine times like well, that, it makes me think like, of they're going. I think okay. Well, they're playing without Mackay Becton. Yep. And I think there's a good possibility. I'm, I'm assuming they ha- they have a top three pick. I would. Assume I would assume so. that's the that's the case. That if he's still on the board, they're going to take Evan Neal, mm-hmm. left tackle out Alabama. Yep, I would. That that seems they don't need the pass rusher. No, they really don't. The, the top two pass the top two picks. I mean, I've seen it different ways. I mean, they literally have. Two brothers that I mean, Quincy and Quinn and Williams are fantastic pass rushers. Like, yeah, like they don't, don't need they, they that. Don't, they don't need the pass rush. They they need to protect. Need to project what you think the future of your franchise is going to be. And if you think that is Zach Wilson, I, I think the you have to go get an offensive lineman. I agree, and I I do think that if there was going to be somebody like right now who was going to turn around, like a young kid who's going to turn around the Jets, I could see. Zach Wilson being that kid because he did like he didn't have a horrible like an awful season with them. He had those for like the first 
three or four games of the season, he didn't play bad. Yeah, and the seven now the seven to twenty kind of like I I, I kind of see why now because I have a feeling like he was like running probably running for his life all day. Oh, oh yeah, if you're absolutely. getting sacked nine times, you're probably running for your life those other twenty times you're trying to throw the ball. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that game was just that game just it ugly. was it was very ugly. But we're gonna move on, and we've got I mean the Bucks beat the Panthers yeah, 41-17. Nobody that led that. Clinched in the two, but that game was basically a given. Yeah, but the game that everybody wants to talk about. Oh my! Easily the best game of the entire week. This weekend. might have been a, this might have been the best game of the entire year. Oh, I would, I would, I would go on that. And so, the Chargers took on the Raiders. I know pretty much everybody, at least in the Kansas City area, was watching this game because of it. It it it, it, it told you who you were going to play this coming week and i know personally as if i were like somebody who cared that i would rather have las vegas in the playoffs than i'm los on the Angeles. opposite side of you i'd rather see herbert and allen and williams and eckler and that offense in the playoffs because i think i, I don't know I, I mean i i feel good for vegas after Everything that franchise yes. went through at the beginning of the year, to it's 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 a win in its own right because yeah, they're gonna just getting to the playoffs. I mean they they lost their star receiver, they lost their coach, they like, lost their one of their they first lo- round corners from last year. Like they lost their best player for what three four weeks of Darren Waller. I, Waller came back last week though. Yeah, Waller came back on. But I mean, and that'll be big for them in the playoffs if, if he's back to one hundred percent in Darren Waller. Because that receiving core is not spectacular. Jacobs has been good. Josh Jacobs has been the pass rush was the key to that entire game. Your man Max Crosby, Max, he, Mad Max Crosby, he, he was all he was all over Herbert that entire game. Six tackles, two sacks. Man is a, he is a manimal. Two sacks doesn't give him enough credit. He no. was in the backfield almost every every play. That that guy is going to be a defensive player of the year in the next next two. Years. That final drive. In regulation by Vegas or by the Chargers was unreal. One of the single craziest drives I have ever seen. I that last drive for them, nineteen plays, eighty-three yards in two minutes and six seconds. That is so impressive. <laughs> like I don't, I've never heard of anybody making a drive like that before. <laughs> Multiple fourth down conversions. Here, let me like, let's see. Where was that in this drive right here? Because there were so many because they converted a fourth and ten on their first set of downs to mm-hmm. Keenan Allen. Converted a net, they converted a fourth down on a holding penalty by Vegas. Mm-hmm. Converted on a third and ten to Keenan Allen. And converted another fourth down. To Mike Williams, and then just craziness ensued, and the twelve-yard touchdown to Mike Williams to as the buzz as the horn was sounding, just unbelievable. Like they and then and of course the scenario was that if those two teams tied, they both made it to the playoffs, and Pittsburgh didn't. Yeah, and. I, I, I do, okay, okay. Let's talk about this. 
Brandon Staley calls that timeout with 30-some seconds left. Do you think, do you really think Vegas was actually going to take a knee and send them both to the playoffs? Yes. Okay. We're, I do. We're in the same boat here. Because I thought they were I, too. I think I would not be shocked if it came down to Derek Carr making a choice. Yeah. Yeah, they called that they called that timeout with 38 seconds left. And they were not in field goal range. They okay, I don't know how big Carlson's leg is. They might have been in field what? Uh 39 yard line. Let's take it 7 yards back. Mm, I think it's 7. It's like Four, four or five. No, I think I, I I legit think it's seven. I can't remember. I haven't kicked in a long time. Okay, so. I I think that what it would have been a fifty-six yard field goal. Okay, but still, that's okay. Well, Carlson's field goal from the twelve-yard line ended up being a thirty-one-yard field goal, so that's nine yards back. Yeah. So it could have ended up anywhere being from a fifty-five to a fifty-eight-yard field goal. And you're and just not. You're, you're not he's guaranteed. just not that guy. No, he's, he's not, not guaranteed. And Vegas still had both their time. If I'm not mistaken, Vegas still had at least one of their timeouts because they took one. Yeah. After that play was over to stop it at two seconds after Jacobs had that 10 yard run, mm-hmm. I just. I think I do think that they thought. I, th- about I think, I think they thought Staley, hard. I think Brandon Staley made a mistake. I was like, well, oh, oh, here we're trying to help you, but they, oh, you called a timeout. Well, now, now guess what? You completely changed our outlook. We're gonna run this, get a first down kick the field goal, and beat you and send you home for the rest of the year. Yeah. And and that is exactly what happened. I mean, and That's just being a – that game just being a Chargers fan in a nutshell, isn't yeah, it? For real. <laughs> isn't, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that just, just – I mean, they got down what – it was 29 – I thought he got, they got down 29-14 there in the fourth quarter. I was like, okay, this game's over. Yeah. Like, this game is over. And that was with 823 to go. Carlson kicked the field goal to put him up 15. And then Herbert throws the touchdown to Palmer and then the touchdown to Williams. It's just that game was crazy. But what a great game to end great the regular season. Great game to end the regular season. Yeah, you couldn't have had a better – they couldn't have picked a better game to put into primetime that night. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't personally know what the ratings were for that game. But I would assume they were pretty high. I mean, I would have hated to have to go up against the other game that was playing at that exact same time. But Ugh. just just throwing this out there, guys, if you didn't already know, Clay Thompson's back and that's the game we're referring to. <laughs> oh. They had to they had to battle <laughs> the Golden State Warriors at in well, that spot. I, I still think the you- I mean that the football's gonna pull oh, yeah. all the time. True, true, true. By a significant <laughs> By, and that Warriors game wasn't on, like, ESPN or TNT No, or it was only on the NBA uh, League Pass. Yeah, so. which is stupid. Yeah, but. that was really, really dumb. Like, I don't know yeah. who the hell. Okay. You want to talk awards or you want to talk coach firings now? Um, We'll go ahead and go to coach firings. See, I figure we'll spend a lot. Because I feel like two of these are, like, legit. Mike Zimmer getting fired from Minnesota. And, and, Matt, then, Matt, and Matt Nagy getting fired from Chicago. I think Chicago. Th- those two – I very much saw coming Zimmer with all that talent on that team, not even fucked able, himself, not even able to make the playoffs. Yeah, you were. I think Minnesota they go. I think they go out and get an offensive minded coach mm-hmm. with that system and with the players that they have in place. I feel like that's the way they should go. And obviously, you're Chicago. You got to. I think you, you got to go out and get an offensive guy again because mm-hmm. you got to get somebody that can develop Justin Fields. Yep, I 100% agree. I mean, unfortunately. Like Matt Nagy, 
kind of went through the ringer this year with Chicago having to literally play all three of his quarterbacks at one point because either somebody was hurt, somebody had COVID, somebody couldn't pass a damn ball for their life. And I I kind of feel for the guy. But the one I do feel for the most is Brian Flores. I was going to say that one for last. Okay, we can. Okay. We I mean, can... Fangio, Vic Fangio got fired from Denver. That one kind of surprised me because he never had a quarterback. No. He never I mean, had. I mean, Teddy. Teddy Green, Teddy's, Teddy's, oh, Teddy's, Teddy's mid. And then Drew Locke just, he, he he's, a, he's not ready for the NFL. No. And, and that, but that defense, that was like the third best going into that game Sunday. I don't know what they finished. They were the third best scoring defense in the league. Oh, I know. Like the defense wasn't the problem. That offense was atrocious. And that offense is atrocious because they don't have a quarterback. No, yeah, you got I compl- two great. You have two good. Jerry Judy and Court Courtland Sutton are with Noah Fant. With Noah Fant are, and then Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon in the backfield. Like that offense should with, be with a competent quarterback should be pretty good. Should be, I would say, a top five offense in the league without even a shadow of a doubt. But they can't until they go out and they find a quarterback that's gonna want to play yeah. and actually do. I would say they need to go find, go get Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not going to oppose to that. There's a lot of people who will disagree with you who don't think Trubisky is any good. I think Mitchell Trubisky is actually a I, very good quarterback. Uh, and I I wonder whether they're still going to try to milk Drew Locke. They got if they if Drew Locke has any chance of making making it in the NFL. As a, he's, Chief, as a Chiefs fan, I'm all for it. Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go, go right ahead. Keep playing Drew Locke. Go but ahead. As a football fan, like if he's going to have any chance of doing anything in the NFL, he has to get behind a quarterback that is going to teach him how to play the sport in the way that And that was to supposed play. to be Bridgewater. But it's just, he's Bridgewater just was never really that guy. Ever he since was, he got hit in Minnesota, he that, was never that, really uh, that been injury that guy. really derailed his career yeah and i mean yeah dude got knocked clean out but yeah by you know james Laurinaitis. no it was lamarcus joiner ah but still like ever since he got hurt in that in that game against the rams he has never ever been the same guy and that is tough but like we said matt nagy no one's Everyone saw that coming. Like, yeah. it, no one's even shocked about that. Okay. My, Mike Zimmer, we no one gives a shit. We all saw that coming. He ruined a chance of being a very good wild card playoff team for um, Minnesota and Fangio. Sorry, bro, you suck too. But Brian Flores, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the Dolphins organization was thinking. I'm, I am baffled. That one. That one shocked me. I get it. They, I get it. They started the season one and seven, and then went on a what? Eight they, game they, win streak. They finished the game. They finished the season eight and one. Like, like I okay, and then people are gonna argue. Well, he didn't beat anybody that was good, and yada who yada. Gives well, a shit. those are the games you're supposed to win. Yeah, like like realistically speaking, he gave. By he, the way, that roster sucks. For what he had, he probably just gave the Dolphins one of their best. Records that they've had in what, what ten his years? Record when he got fired. Double check. This. Like they weren't nine and eight this season. Give the man a little bit of a break. Like he's over five hundred, and sometimes at times during the season that offense played better than some of the best offenses in the league. Yeah, the last two years, Brian Flores was nineteen and fourteen. Like he was just 
barely over 500. I mean, yeah, his first year he was 5 and 11, but the last two years you're 19 and 14. You just miss out on the playoffs in 2020. Just miss out on the playoffs again this year. Like, Even after a putrid start, like like I think I truthfully think they if the Dolphins win one more game, they they take that wild card spot. Oh yeah. And I'm just I'm absolutely baffled that that was even a case. But from what I understand, Brian Flores is being looked at by the Bears, um, and the uh, for the Vikings, the offensive coordinator for the Packers is a big look for them. Um, I haven't heard much about what's going on, what they're looking at in Miami or in Denver yet. Uh, Denver requested a interview with Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Okay, that could be really That's good. one I did see. I think they also requested an interview with the Packers OC. I can Nathan- never remember what that Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, that's his name. I always get it. I knew it was Hackett, but I'm... Hackett. Ha- whatever. <laughs> Jesus. But... Um, the Bears also requested... Matt Eberflus and uh, Byron Leftwich. Okay, okay. I like the Leftwich. I like Leftwich. I think he will be a head coach in the NFL at some point. Yes. I With as good as an agree. OC as he's been in Tampa. I agree. Not great. You've got the greatest quarterback of all time, but that's neither here nor there. And one of the greatest defenses of all time. That Yeah, that defense last year was great. But not the point. Point is, he's going to go do some big stuff. Um, I guess we're on to the... On to awards. We've got... You just want to pick these? Uh, pick these and kind of make oh, our case? Shit, I'm here for it. Okay. All ahead. right, we're going to start from the bottom. We'll we'll leave the big one for last. Okay, I'm fine uh, with that. Defensive Rookie of the Year, I don't think there's even... I, I don't think there's a question about this. It's Micah Parsons. It's Micah Parsons. A thousand times out of a thousand. That I, I think, and I think Micah Parsons, and I'll even bring it up in the next couple ones, Micah Parsons is by far one of the best defensive players in the league right now. Yes. I would say he is top three, and he's not three. I don't think he's top three. I think top three goes T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, and Trevon Diggs. David Diggs isn't even in my top five. Really? No. Even with? T- no, he's terrible. Even with the 12 interception? No, was it 11 or 12? It's 11. But he also, like, his yards given up is insane. That's true. Dude does get burned. He's a ball hawk, regular. but he's also, like, gets burnt a lot. He do get burnt. <laughs> you get a lot of interceptions because you get the ball thrown at you. <laughs> you get the ball thrown at you a lot. I don't know if that's the logic behind that. But, yeah, um, it's no, for me, it's, it's Watt. It's Donald. Aaron Donald. What a dog. It's Watt and Donald, then I think you can start making arguments for other people Yeah. on the way down. Stephon Gilmore. Oh, God, I always forget he still plays football. <laughs> Stephon Gilmore, Micah Hyde, the safety in Buffalo. Yeah. He's really – both those safeties. In po- Poyer, Jair, Poyer and Hyde. Jair Alexander. When he's healthy. Tredavious White. He's, when he's, he's got he, – when he's healthy. Um, both the Bosa's those, pass, those, pass rushing. Oh, my God, they're so good. I don't Both know. Of them. I don't know what they fed them. Bobby Wagner, linebacker for Seattle. Seattle. Yep. What about your comeback player? We talked about this a little bit before the it's show. It's Dak. I don't. It's Dak. Uh, I don't know. I, I get. I get your argument 
I think it's Joe. I think it's. I get your argument for it being Joe Burrow. I get it, but I I just think it's Dak. I just. I think this. I think this is going to be one of those awards that will depend on, that will go into the playoffs, and we'll see which team, which. I I, I think it's Dak. I think people had their mind made up a long time ago, that it was Dak. And that kind of sucks on Joe's part because you know. Like, he tore his ACL last yeah. year. Like, he had a – don't get me wrong. Like, Dax – I'm not trying to downplay Dax's injury whatsoever because yeah. that ankle injury was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> but, like, it's equally a shitty injury on the lines of having an ACL tear. And I believe it was his drive leg, too, that he tore it. So, like, that's a big adjustment on both levels. <sighs> I think with with the way that Joe played this year and I mean they the Bengals won their division for the first time in what was it like a long time 9 or 10 years like dude that's insane and I just words I like Joe Joe's my guy for this award but I also know that Dak is Dak is Dak and he's absolutely balled out all season long and it i think it also helped the fact that he played you know in dallas so i was gonna say sunday and you know played the entire freaking game but yeah whatever um offensive rookie of the year well i said this so if you go back to our first episode ladies and gentlemen i made a hot take it wasn't really much of a hot take then it's probably not it's much less of a hot take now but i said jamar chase was gonna win Offensive rookie of the year, and I still think that's the case. I, it was Mac Jones for a long time. Then Jamar Chase decided he wanted to literally light the Kansas City Chiefs secondary on fire. I mean, that go does, for two hundred and sixty-six yards. And but let's be honest here, just asking a question: Is that hard to light the Kansas City secondary no, it's, on fire? No, it's really not. I didn't think so. But there I were some catches ask, he made though in that game that are just nuts. Other, they were otherworldly. Yeah, and I mean, he was like he was. I think they the top five only, in the league in receiving yards for the year, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. I think the only other person that you can even potentially give that award to is Mac Jones. And yeah, the three receivers Jamar Chase finished behind in yards: Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a dog. I um, know that. Yeah, I know. Nobody needs to already hear. Nobody needs to hear that again because we all, everyone knows that Devonte Adams is. Oh, defensive players. So. We forgot one on Miles Garrett. Oh, I did forget about Miles Garrett. Sorry, buddy. Like you're also, you know, kind of a dog and really scary. Not gonna lie, kind of, kind of. He's a scary dude. I feel bad for him with all the damn uh, drug tests that they make him do. Like when that's he so goes, every bullshit. Time. <laughs> did you see this? Day? Right sleeveless, here? sleeveless Miles Garrett next day drug, <laughs> drug test. test. <laughs> Like, Mans is just out here trying to get gains, and you're just being an asshole and being like, oh, he's he's got PEDs. Like, he's doping. No, no fuck he's you. Just, like, he's that just, dude is just giga- a gigantic human being. Like, if you're going to do that, uh, I think somebody you might want to look at, maybe Aaron Donald. Like, not that like, <laughs> he's ripped, dude. Like, <laughs> My God. Like, there's other people in the league who are just as big as uh, – as Miles Garrett, if not bigger, and you're just kind of a just gonna be an asshole to Miles Garrett, and that, you know, whatever. But 
Next up on the list, what do we got? Defensive player of the year. We already kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, and, you it, know. It's TJ Watt. It's TJ Watt. It's TJ Watt. Bra- you break the sack record, you – or you, tie the sack record. You, you get you get defensive player of the year. Okay. Yeah. Now, th- to me, this next one is it, more interesting because it is different from MVP. And it's hard. I, 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 I can't. I don't think this I, – I think this comes down to two players. Okay. I think it comes down to Jonathan Taylor, and I think it comes down to Cooper Cup. You got to give it to JT. No. You, no. Okay, we're going to differ on this one because Cooper Cup is my boy. <laughs> I love me. I, no, love, I, love, me, I love me some Cooper Cup. Hey, he is so – Cooper I, Cup helped Co- me in fantasies oh. because, you know, I have Matthew Stafford as my quarterback. So – I. He's, I, he's just so good. He is very good, but I, I'm going to look at it like this. JT's going to get hoed over in the MVP, just like Derrick Henry got hoed over <laughs> in the MVP. Like don't, now, don't get me wrong. Derrick Henry got hoed, and you know Aaron Rodgers, my yeah, favorite you're welcome. Quarter, my favorite quarterback, <laughs> won the MVP. But like, like, he led the league in catches by 22. Led the league in receiving yards by 331. Good Lord. And led the league in touchdowns by six, or by five. Holy Now, granted, Jonathan Taylor had over 500 more yards than the next running back. Three more touchdowns than Damian Harris. This is where I get to preface the fact that Derrick Henry still finished ninth in the league in rushing and played eight games. Yeah, that really shows that everybody else in the league just kind of sucks. I mean, Taylor averaged 11 yards less a game than Derrick Henry was on pace for. And Henry already had 10 touchdowns. Good. He finished sixth in the league in rushing touchdowns and played eight games. Jesus. That is insane. It's just unreal. The season he was having was unreal. And the fact that he's back for the – now, I guess the big question will be is how Derrick Henry will Derrick Henry be. But we'll save that for the next one. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I – I'm gonna take JT on this one, and because I like, get, like I, I get, said, I get your argument. I think it's between those two. Yeah, I would agree, but like I said, I'm gonna take JT on this one because I know he's gonna get hoed when it comes to the MVP. Because I think the MVP is between one of two people. It's between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And we're gonna defer on who we think wins. Yes, this. we will, because yeah. it happens every time. And well, maybe. Well, I think I'm gonna I let said you go that, first. I think that I said this a long time ago. I think Brady should be the MVP. And personally, I think, I think he's been the best quarterback in the league all year. I hate to say this. I hate to say. I hate saying that out loud. I hate saying this I, out I loud, hate, but I agree with you. I hate saying that out loud. I, I, I think I despise Tom Brady. I, I hate agreeing with you, but like I think Tom's gonna win it because like I can't pick Mahomes to win it because he. Granted, okay, we were all dogging Mahomes about the interceptions early on. You feel like finished year with thirteen. But he had like he had like ten in the first four games, and then throws three the rest of the year, and we don't hear anything about it. Yeah, but then you also have to look at it and go, Aaron threw what thirty-seven to four. Yeah, that's just Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. I know, I, but I, know. I mean, he threw what 20, 20 touchdowns without throwing an interception, and he still I, hasn't I, thrown one I, since week what seven. Yeah, like I think that's what one of the biggest things that is going to, that could help Rodgers win the MVP is the fact that he has that giant ratio. That touchdown-interception yeah. ratio. And, like, since the beginning of the season, I mean, he had – I mean, he was fourth in the league in touchdowns. He had the best QBR. 
he has the best quarterback rating. Those are two different things. Yes, I know. I, I know you know, but I was wanting people to know. That those, <laughs> are, those are two QBR, which stands for quarterback rating. Okay, it's passer rating and QBR. Yes. Passer rating, and he was number one. QBR, he was number one. Through the least amount of interceptions, was fourth in touchdowns. His yardage was down because he missed a game. Yep, he did miss that. He missed game. a game. And I mean, but so I, I I get where you come from in that, and you figure that probably could add to the touchdowns even more too because he throws two and a half a game. If you do that math, he's two and a half a game. Yeah, excluding the lion last week's Lions game, and taking out the Chiefs game because he didn't play. You know. The loss to Minnesota, he still threw for 385 yards and four touchdowns. And, I mean. Yeah. His last five games, this is 75.5% completion percentage. 1,237 yards, 14 touchdowns, and no picks. Yeah. Like. That's. I. You can't. That's that's just incredible. Like, you can't write this shit any better. I mean, you're. Like. Minnesota's defense, I mean, you could argue, like, defenses weren't great, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that the, I think the thing to look at is with between these two, between Tom and Aaron, is the fact that, yes, Tom threw for a shit ton of yards, but there were multiple games that Tom looked like ass. Like, there weren't many games that you looked at Aaron and went, hey, he just week looks one. like shit. <laughs> week Besides, one. Week but, one. <laughs> but we learned, we soon, soon learned after week one, week one was a fluke. Oh, yeah, week one was a fluke for like, a lot of people. The fact that Tom lost to the Saints nine to nothing. I mean, that game was bad. That was It was awful. Like, it was so hard to watch. But, you know, there were a lot of close games. Aaron Rodgers has not thrown an interception since the Seattle game on November fourteenth. That is again for and he everyone threw, who he knows. threw half of his interceptions in the first game of the year. Yeah, he's thrown two picks in fifteen games. Yeah, take that into consideration, everyone. But I will agree. I think Tom is going to win it, and I mean he's leading the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns so and I believe yeah, he's like top three or four in every single me- every single passing stat in yeah metric, like so. I'm not gonna hate dude the dog and he and more fo- than likely will win and at 44 he threw 45 touchdowns this year he broke he beat his age again he's it's easy he he's incredible and he's continued to defy what we what we have come to know as is that quarterbacks retire at like 38 yeah I, I mean, mean Y'all looked at Ben Roethlisberger lately. Yeah, he's like way younger than Tom. Yeah. What is Roethlisberger? Thirty-eight. Um, I don't know, but we can look into 39. it. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine years old. He's thirty-nine, so he's five years younger than Tom. And, but I mean, that's and it's just incredible that he's his longevity has been just amazing. And yeah. Credit to the man. Absolutely no, I completely agree. But, guys, I think now we're going to take a quick break, right? Is that what we talked about? Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to take a quick break. I think break. We'll, we'll cut this episode here and then we'll. This is going to be the end of this episode. So, thank you for listening. We're going to be back in probably start up the next one for recording in like probably 15 minutes. Take a quick break. We'll probably, but, put, th- probably put this one out Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Put yeah. the other one out on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Uh, thank you again for listening to the Notorious RAD. Guys, we missed you so much, and we're glad to be back. Um, and we'll, we'll see you soon. Love you. Bye.